This is Arkies in the Beltway, a look at national politics and the Arkansans influencing the discussions. I'm Alex Thomas, Washington correspondent for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, reporting from the nation's capital. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Arkies in the Beltway for the week of February 4th, 2024. U.S. Senator Tom Cotton catching the attention of many political observers for questions he asked during last week's Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on social media. Cotton of Little Rock spending the entirety of his question period hounding TikTok CEO Zhou Chu, focusing much of that time on the social media platform, its ties to the Chinese government, and Chu's own business experience. Cotton has been a long-standing critic of TikTok and its parent company ByteDance, with worries about if ties to the Chinese government could result in Chinese officials accessing the data of American TikTok users. Mr. Chu, let's cut straight to the chase. Is TikTok under the influence of the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. We are a private business. TikTok has insisted it stores American users' data in U.S. facilities not subject to Chinese law. Chu has served as TikTok CEO since May 2021. He is a native of Singapore and currently resides in Singapore, where TikTok manages headquarters-related operations. During the hearing, Cotton made note of Chu's prior business experience, requiring him to reside in China. Have you ever been a member of the Chinese Communist Party? Senator, I'm Singaporean. No. Have you ever been associated or affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party? No, Senator. Again, okay. I'm Singaporean. Cotton also pressed Chu about his personal beliefs on multiple issues involving China, including the 1989 Tiananmen Square protest and China's ongoing treatment of the Uyghurs and other minority groups. Why won't you answer these very simple questions? Senator, it's not appropriate for me as a businessman to comment on world leaders. Are you scared that you'll lose your job if you say anything about negative about the Chinese Communist Party? I disagree that. You will find content that that is critical of China on our platform. Are you scared that you'll be arrested and disappear the next time you go to mainland China? Senator, you will find content that's critical of China and any other country freely on TikTok. Cotton's questions receiving swift rebuke. The AAPI Victory Fund, a political action committee supporting Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander candidates for public office, calling Cotton's questioning disgraceful, blatantly racist, and deeply dangerous. The Asian American Foundation and other organizations supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander causes, describing Cotton's grilling of Chu as ignorant and outright racist. As previously mentioned, Cotton's questions happened during a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on social media. Lawmakers hosting industry leaders to discuss whether social media platforms are doing enough to protect children from sexual exploitation online. Committee Chairman Dick Durbin, a Democrat from Illinois, describing the matter as, quote, a crisis in America. These apps have changed the ways we live, work, and play. But as investigations have detailed, social media and messaging apps have also given predators powerful new tools to sexually exploit children. Your carefully crafted algorithms can be more powerful force on the lives of our children than even the most best-intentioned parent. South Carolina Republican Lindsey Graham, the committee's ranking member, says Congress needs to rein in social media. Social media companies, as they are currently designed and operate, are dangerous products. They're destroying lives threatening democracy itself. The Senate Judiciary Committee has passed multiple bills related to online protections, but the full Senate has yet to consider these measures, Graham promising to pressure Senate leaders to allow votes. Representative French Hill among the legislators speaking about one United Nations agency. The United Nations Relief Works Agency for Palestine Refugees in the Near East provides humanitarian aid to Palestine refugees in the West Bank. 
The agency is facing allegations from the Israeli government that employees took part in the October 7th terrorist attack on Israel. The agency has terminated multiple contracts and launched an investigation. The State Department has temporarily paused funding as officials review these allegations. United Nations Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield saying last Tuesday there needs to be fundamental changes before resuming the support. During a House Foreign Affairs Committee hearing last Tuesday, Hill of Little Rock shared concerns regarding the agency's size. You know, I was thinking about the whole world that the UN attempts to provide care and service to. You know, think about it. It's a massive task. And yet UNRWA has a, a budget of about a bill, almost a billion dollars, employs 30,000 people, 13,000 of which I think are in Gaza or were, and then the, the Commission on Refugees, taking care of the whole rest of the world, has a budget of 10 billion and just 18,000 employees. In the Senate, Cotton and fellow Republican Ted Cruz of Texas are leading a legislative effort to prevent all American funding for this agency. When the Cleveland County town of Kingsland dedicated its then new post office in March 1994, almost three decades ago, there was one person on hand who attracted plenty of attention. Johnny Cash, a Kingsland native who became an international music icon, returned home that day to celebrate the occasion. The post office's ties to Cash could come full circle with new federal legislation to designate the facility in Cash's honor. Representative Bruce Westerman of Hot Springs is leading the effort on Capitol Hill with the support of his fellow Arkansans in the House. You know, a lot of people know who Johnny Cash is, but probably not a whole lot of people know he was born in Kingsland, Arkansas, and this would be a way to highlight that. Cash was born in Kingsland in February 1932, but his family moved away three years later. The Cash family has maintained ties to Cleveland County to this day. Wayne Cash, one of Johnny Cash's cousins, notes the musician never forgot his roots. They would fly, charter a plane, and fly back into Arkansas and attend the family reunions. Uh, so it was very important for him to come back and, as he said, to visit his, his family again. Wayne Cash began the redesignation push six months ago, attracting the attention of State Senator Ben Gilmore and eventually Westerman. The congressman from Hot Springs has no doubts about whether Congress will approve the post office's new title. Renaming post offices isn't the most uh, important thing that Congress does. I think it's important that it be something notable when you rename a post office. So I think this will give a good or an adequate recognition to Johnny Cash and to highlight Kingsland a little bit. Cash is set to be honored at the U.S. Capitol as well. Every state is allowed two statues at the Capitol. Arkansas's current two statues are of Uriah Rose, a prominent attorney and sympathizer to the Confederacy during the Civil War, and James Paul Clark, who served as governor and senator and advocated for white supremacy. Those statues will be replaced with ones of Cash and civil rights pioneer Daisy Bates. We are a month away from Arkansas's primary elections. Candidates for federal office submitting their financial reports to the Federal Election Commission. Only one contested congressional primary. Representative Steve Womack of Rogers facing a challenge from State Senator Clint Pinzo of Springdale to be the Republican candidate in the fall's third congressional district contest. The Womack campaign reporting $2.3 million in the bank at the end of 2023. The camp raised nearly $390,000 during the final three months of the year. The Penzo campaign, with around $44,000 on hand as of the end of last calendar year, raising more than $57,000. Arkansas's primary election will take place Tuesday, March 5th, along with multiple other states as part of Super Tuesday. 
Both chambers of Congress will be in action this week. The House could vote on whether to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over if the United States is doing enough to enforce current immigration laws. The House Homeland Security Committee advanced two articles of impeachment last week. The possible vote as the Senate has been looking at passing legislation addressing immigration and security at the U.S.-Mexico border. And that'll do it for this edition of Arkeys in the Beltway for the week of February 4th, 2024. You can stay up to date with all news involving Arkansas at ArkansasOnline.com. You can get in touch with me on social media. My handle is at Alex House Thomas. I'm Alex Thomas, and this has been Arkeys in the Beltway. Thanks for listening.